Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This evidence is relating to November 2021 when the samples taken from the accused, there's an attempt to match them with the original DNA from Nora Sheehan's body. Yes. So this is really the crux of this case, isn't it? I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. DNA taken from possessions belonging to cold case murder accused Noel Long was sent to a UK laboratory in 2022, a court has heard. Long has denied murdering 54-year-old Nora Sheehan, whose body was discovered in June 1981 in undergrowth near Cork City. Today, Claude Amini tells us the latest from the trial before a jury at the Central Criminal Court. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. So what happened today, Clodagh? Um, so this morning, the case was in legal argument. But then after the jury returned this afternoon, we went into some of the DNA evidence um, from the case. So we had a witness from Forensic Science Ireland who was has been a forensic scientist there for the last 16 years. And she gave some information about items and clothing that were taken from No Long's home in uh, Cork on the 1st of December 2021 um, and about how that they were submitted by Gardaí to Forensic Science Ireland for DNA profiling. So they took from the home a pair of boots, a pair of socks, a black beanie, a hat, uh, as well as a toothbrush and a razor, which were all um, received into the laboratory by a member of their intake team. So that would have been in around 2008, was it, that the, these items were sent on to Forensic Science Ireland? If this scientist is working only 16 years, the case, of course, is 42 years cold. So those items from No Long's house were... T- taken back 42 years ago or? It seems to me that there and from what was the evidence that was given today that those items were only submitted into Forensic Science Ireland on that day in December 2021. Now there was no um, 
information given about whether they were when they had been taken from Noel's house they had just because it was that forensic science scientist giving the information she was only given the information that was known to her mm-hmm. um so according to her it was it was that day in December so they're probably trying to build up a profile in in at this point and then obviously the case that the state are going to make is that that matches the profile that was taken uh, 42 years ago yeah some of the the from from the body of the victim so. mm. absolutely yeah that seems to be what was happening you know as she went through her um evidence um she said that you know she she took she kind of explained that she took evidence from or was able to get a dna a full dna profile from um four of the items um she didn't try with the boots because you know they weren't kind of a sufficient um a sufficient item to take a sample from mm. um but yeah she was able to take those those um that information and she sent it over to the forensic scientist in the UK in May of 2022 so in 2008 27 years after the crime the court has already heard it was decided to send the preserved samples that were taken from Miss Sheehan's body during the post-mortem examination to that lab in the UK mm-hmm. And they had the capability to analyse small samples. And then this evidence is relating to November 2021, when the samples taken from the accused, there's an attempt to match them with the original DNA from Nora Sheehan's body. Yes. So this is really the crux of this case, isn't it? This DNA. And we were told that at the opening. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible, actually, if you saw some of the evidence yesterday, some of the people, the ages of people giving giving the evidence. I think there was retired detectives in their eighties. There was, I think, there was one guy who was ninety one. Right. There was people. So, I mean, this is what you're, you know, there's a huge passage of time. This is why this case is so unusual, I suppose, mm. or uncommon anyway. Um. So the DNA is obviously going to be the central part of it. Um. And, and what evidence was heard on um on Monday in the court? So on Monday, uh, the court heard how actually the the pathologist who had carried out the postmortem on Nora Sheehan's body had died a number of weeks after um, that happened. I think it was Dr. Coakley was his name, um, and he died on the 5th of August in 1981. So in the postmortem that was read out to the court on Monday, um, doc, it was Dr. Coakley's notes. He said that he'd visited Shippo Woods on June 12th, 1981, the day that Nora Sheehan's body was found and he found her body uh, lying partly on her back. Um, he went to the scene the next day where he found, or he, you know, he, he gathered up some of the evidence that was there. He said there was a bundle of loose clothing lying on the upper part of her body. Uh, a garment was pulled over the trunk of their body and their head. And she all, he also noted that there was numerous flies and maggots present in the face um, and in her hair. And that actually made up a, there was evidence given today of what the forensic um, exhibits were that were submitted to the lab back in 1981. And a number of them had to be um, thrown out or disposed of or because of the fact that they were a hazard to scientists who may go to take, um, you know, material from them because of the fact that they were so infested with, oh, really? with flies and blue bottles. Yeah, it was, And that, of course, would suggest that, that her body had lain there some period of time. Absolutely. What's the timeline? When is she last seen and, you know, what happens her? Yeah, so she's last seen on the morning of the early morning hours of June 6th. So where we left off in the last um, podcast we recorded, we had said that she had 
been seen up to 4am that morning. Um, she had been in the hospital. She had a dog bite. She got a tetanus shot. She got her um, bandage on her arm. She left the hospital. Now she was then seen between the hours of 12am and 4am on the road, um, acting strangely as they put it kind of in, in air quotes. Um, and that's when she was last seen. Mm-hmm. So she was last seen trying to wave down cars. I think we heard a bit of evidence that she had worked in a hospital herself and that she had some sort of an accident in work, which almost changed her personality and left her kind Mm -hmm. of vulnerable. And this waving down cars on the roadside was kind of part of what she was doing. And you heard as well how her son had reported her her missing in the aftermath, um, uh, uh, James Sheen Jr. And there was evidence about um, how she'd been exactly treated in the hospital. Mm. And then you also heard evidence as well from uh, retired superintendent Matthew Thorne, who was 91 years old now. My goodness. And he has given evidence, which is another part of the prosecution's case about how no long was stopped in a car in um, in the Curraheen Road in Bishop Sandon County, Cork, four days uh, on June the 16th, which is in the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Um, and Long was 32 years old then and he was driving an Opel Cadet. Yeah. So, and then you you also heard from retired Detective Inspector Colin Dardis, who's 86, um, and he described um, attending Bridewell Garda Station and uh, in examining the car as well. So that, that in itself is... So he's 86, so he would yeah. have been 46 at the time of the... Journalist maths. Yeah. Let's all try. <laughs> so it's 42 years ago. Yeah. 86 minus 42. It's Come 40, on, 44. children. 44. Oh, yeah, I got it right. 44. <laughs> and, and obviously then detect, retired superintendent Matthew Thorne, 91, so 42 years ago would be... Um, 89, 79, 49, 79. <laughs> 49 he was. 49, yeah. We need to get a giant calculator for in <laughs> yeah. here, don't we? We really do. You see that screen, if you were able to, kind of, <laughs> if somebody was behind the scenes, we could hire somebody Oops. to just sit there and do the mathematics first. But no, it's interesting. I mean, they were probably, you know, they were in their, their 40s. They were at the height yeah. of their careers. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Going back to 1981, like there weren't that many murders in around the 70s and the 60s no. and the 70s and into in the rural, 80s in, in Ireland. Rural Ireland. Well, certainly not in rural Ireland. And also a lot of the policing would have been concerned in those days to, you know, terrorism and the IRA and all the rest of it. And of course, there was a lot of attacks and bombings and kidnappings and all the rest of it. So in a way, you can see why it probably was a standout event in their careers, these yeah. men, and that they are still mindful enough to be able to go into a court of law, yeah. stand up and give evidence is just fascinating, it isn't is it? Fascinating. Absolutely, it is absolutely, yeah. It is so unusual, I think, yeah. you know. So what happens with the arrest of Noel Long? Uh, has evidence been given in relation to that, in relation to what happened next it, it, as regards the investigation? No, there's been no evidence of that um, yet at all about kind of, you know, where he was arrested, if he was questioned, um, what led to his arrest or him being pulled over or anything like that. There's been absolutely no evidence of that so far. Um, The majority of the evidence is around uh, Miss Sheehan, um, her activities the night that she vanished, um, her body, the way it was found and the exhibits of the evidence that was taken from her body. Mm-hmm. So no long has obviously pled not guilty uh, to murder and 
do we hear how long the case is going to go and would he have a chance to present his defence? Is there any timeline? Yeah, so, so the original suggested timeline last um, Thursday when the case opened was four weeks. However, today, um, senior counsel for the prosecution, Brendan Grehan, said that he expects to rest his case on Friday, this Friday. Um, so, you know, it's it seems to be moving at a faster pace than they may have anticipated to begin with. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously, then no long will will get a chance to make his case if he wishes to call any witnesses. Um, he may or may not. Obviously, anybody accused of a serious crime can give can give evidence in their defence. Though most obviously don't. Um, so that that would all take another period of time. Absolutely, yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. I mean, at the end of today, we didn't get to hear much evidence because mm. of the fact that there was that issue with the, with the legal argument this morning. Um, we heard a lot about the different swabs that were taken, um, the different kinds of um, evidence that was found around um, Nora Sheehan's body, um, such as her clothing. Um, there was uh, also some of the foliage that she was found among. There was fibre lifts, fibres from her home that were taken as well, um, which again, I and the bedclothes from her house as well, which I will assume will come into play because there was, there was those mentioned from the start that there will be evidence that the fibres did match um some of the car from from mm-hmm. no, no Long's car. Um, and then at the end of the day, um, there was one juror dismissed. Um, and the reason that was given to the jury was that um, it's of no concern to them. And the judge asked them not to speculate on why the juror was dismissed. So it's down to 11. Down to 11. Jurors at this stage. And look, I mean, depending on defence now, I mean, obviously the the judge and the, the, the court will be told what they're doing. But I mean, this case could finish very quickly it could be finished within two weeks I mean having said that he's well within his rights to call as many witnesses as he so wishes and maybe that could take a long time as well but we will dip back into it maybe Friday yes we'll be back and see what's going on Um, and we're going to just for the moment stick completely and utterly just to what's been said in court because we don't want to um, cause any difficulties within the proceedings ourselves we'll be freer to talk no doubt in the aftermath of um, whatever verdict whatever verdict was reached yeah okay so thanks Cloda no problem thank you you've been listening to Crime World a podcast from sundayworld.com produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me Nicola Talent. research assistant is Cloda Meany if you like this show and love true crime leave us a review or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.